right, folks, hey, welcome aboard to this Friday night edition. Philip Ward Show, we have successfully navigated through yet another incredibly busy break. Tell you what, we started the week with the breaking news right before we came on air on Monday night about the Supreme Court of the United States leak. And we, by the way, now it is Friday night. We still don't know who that leaker was. But anyway, what a busy, busy news week we've had. We're still going right now. We just had Donald Trump in Pennsylvania. By the way, it has been raining all day in Pennsylvania. Donald Trump's on stage, and he's there supporting Dr. Oz. And by the way, I know that it's honestly, it's probably 50-50 right now as far as conservative support for Dr. Oz. Maybe even 60-40 in a way that conservatives aren't totally trustworthy of Dr. Oz at this point in time. I don't even know if I am, to be honest with you. Now, a lot of people I think are going to see that Donald, you know, the Trump bump. And remember, it is a really crucial thing in these elections. Because Donald Trump is 55-0, and 0, for goodness sakes, when he goes out and endorses somebody. It's pretty good if you have the Trump endorsement on your side. The polling data, uh, we had some polling out yesterday. I th- believe it was the uh, Pittsburgh Gazette. They had a poll out there. We'll get to it momentarily, showing that Dr. Oz is sort of taking lead now um, in a very crowded Republican field as far um, um to be senator in Pennsylvania. There's another woman. I I liked her comments uh, in the Pennsylvania senator uh, senatorial debate earlier this week. I uh, read her comments for you. That Kathy Burnett Barnett Barnett I believe is her name. That's some really really powerful stuff that she had going on. I'll uh, get to Trump in a second. Let's get to this. Oh, by the way, congratulations. Weekend will be here shortly. We just got to get through the news of the day in the Philip Ward Show. Today is the 781st day. Believe that or not, 781 days ago, we were told, oh, it's just going to be 15 days to slow the spread. You go out, you trust your federal government. Then it was 30 days to slow the spread. Oh, boy. 781 days and counting as well. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has 989 days left to go. Um, and as Donald Trump was leaving the stage as he was endorsed, gave a real, I mean, full-blown, very full-hearted endorsement for Dr. Dr. Mehmet Oz. Now, um, I believe it was Jack Posobiec, very conservative, very prominent conservative name, if not the most prominent conservative name on the Twitter box. He was out there. He was he is very skeptical of Dr. Oz. He even played a, an excerpt from Dr. Oz's old show showing how Dr. Oz was talking about transgender children. Think right then and there. You probably have some conservatives that are going to have red flags about Dr. Oz. I want to... And again, I, like I said, I'm not totally sold on Dr. Oz, but I'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'd like to see right now, I'd, I'd, I'd like to believe that is, if, cons- if, if people are running as a Republican, 
I have laid out the case for conservatism so many times before, folks. You're probably tired of me saying it, but it's worth noting. You go back to Newt Gingrich, former Speaker of the House, Contract with America, 1994. The five major principles of conservatism, individual liberty, economic opportunity, limited government, personal responsibility, and security at home and abroad. Those are the five major principles. Again, former um, uh, Arizona Senator Barry Goldwater, 1966, quote, most progress has been made in history under conservative philosophy. So if Dr. Oz is going to bring those principles into being a Republican, and if he is elected into, into the United States Senate, then maybe we should give him the benefit of the doubt. You have, I mean, Donald Trump is is totally 110% sold. And he was even dancing to the song. This was very foreshadowing, in my opinion. Hold on, I'm coming. If you hadn't heard by uh, Sam and Dave, the artist, oh my goodness, it is a phenomenal song. Really will get you off your feet, get you real going. You know, get you down in a, in a boogie wonderland type movement, whatever it is that you want to do. But Donald Trump, boy, I tell you what. He's out there moving and grooving, doing his thing. It's like, oh, okay, Donald, you do you. You know, as the kids would say nowadays. But my, he was absolutely loving it. And again, as it was just a torrential rain, downpouring rain in Pennsylvania. And you had from what I saw, and I didn't see too much of it. I was more or less listening to the comments from Donald Trump as I was preparing for the program. Um, but... It seemed to me that there was at least, at least a couple of thousand people there. I remember myself personally going down to a, uh, a rally that was in Erie, Pennsylvania, and just so many America-loving people, America-loving Americans, that's who were there. No, no sort of animosity between each other, no tension whatsoever. I was actually in with the media, so you know how that uh, goes. But the people that were there, the people that I talked to, they, they were just having a good time. Now, tell you something else about Donald Trump rallies, having attended them before. They, you do not get bored. A lot of the speeches you hear from politicians are very repetitive. They're, uh, you would think, more or less policy-based. That's what, at least what I look for. And then you get the same lines over and over again. And legislation... People don't really want to hear that. I think a lot of Americans sort of think politics is indeed very boring. I mean, look at the the part of the population that doesn't vote. Actually, I tell you what, folks, let's do this right now. So we have estimated, right? We'll say 330 million Americans in the country. Say Joe Unity Biden truly got 81 million votes, which again, I will never ever believe that he got 81 million votes but say he did so that leaves 249 million more americans to vote donald trump got 75 million votes that leaves folks 174 million americans that said you know what i don't even want to vote i mean over half the population I don't care what happens in politics. I think right now the disaster that we're seeing, the disastrous Biden administration, I think that this is going to lead a lot of people to get out there and say, you know what, I actually should vote. Because guess what? All in all, gas prices, when you start talking to Americans about their wallets, then I think that that tends to make a difference. So listen, 
We have Donald Trump out there endorsing Dr. Oz. Gave him a long, uh, you know, he's been writing these emails, the Save America Pact. He needs, uh, let's see, this is all about winning elections in order to stop the radical left. Uh, he says he's known Dr. Uh, by electing the brilliant, well-known Dr. Mehmet Oz. I've known Dr. Oz for many years. He's lived with us through, um, he writes, quote, he has lived with us through the screen, has always been popular, respected, and smart, uh, graduate of Harvard, or earned a joint MD and M, uh, MBA uh, from the University of Pennsylvania School of Medicine and Wharton School of Fine. I remember Donald Trump himself went to uh, Wharton, Wharton uh, Business School in Pennsylvania. Uh, Dr. Oz is pro-life. I mean, okay, excellent. That's what conservatives like to hear. Strong on crime, the border, election fraud, our great military, our vets, tax cuts. I mean, this... <laughs> It's awfully funny because this is all stuff that Donald Trump is for. And if if you tell Donald Trump that you're all for this as well. I saw an interview that Dr. Oz did where Dr. Oz was saying, and this is, so this endorsement came on April 9th. Dr. Oz said that he would have voted to certify the election. So I don't know if he really is. Suppose, as, as Donald Trump put it, now again, remember back in April, as Donald Trump put it, that he is strong on election fraud. But I would think if you're strong, if you're pro-life, on crime, strong on crime, strong on the border, uh, you, know, you have a respect and an admiration, and, and you want to support the United States military, which, by the way, the United States military, forget that, if the Democratic Party, they can't stand our military. They can't stand our law enforcement, for goodness sakes. This is a party that ran on a platform not two years ago on defund the police. How well did that work out for them? Uh, he says, uh, Oz will ensure America uh, become energy independent. Dr. Oz also believes passionately in high quality education and protecting parent involvement throughout the process. I mean, all things that you sort of want right now from conservatives. So like I said, yeah, maybe we, get him, we give him the benefit of the doubt. That's, that's sort of the stance that I have right now. But I would encourage, especially the listeners, um, in Pennsylvania, you know, do whatever it is that uh, you want to do, but 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 please, for goodness sakes, make sure you vote for someone that you believe is conservative enough that that should be able to earn your vote. Like I said, there's other options as well, other than Dr. Oz. Uh, Kathy Barnett is her name. Uh, earlier this week, now she was um there was a Pennsylvania uh debate. Uh, I believe it was Wednesday night, and she gets on stage and says, "quote." I'm the byproduct of a rape. My mom was 11 years old when I was conceived. My dad was 21. I was not just a lump of cells. My life has value. My life is valuable. And so are the many lives in the womb of their mother. I'd, if you listen to that moment throughout the Pennsylvania uh, Senate debate there, oh boy, I thought it was very, very powerful. Very um it's a, it's a phenomenal argument to make as far as the pro-life campaign goes. Oh, and those liberals out there. So remember, we had this Ruth Sentus group, right? Pro-abortion uh, rights. Well, now there's another group that's out there. So wait till I tell you what they're up to. We'll get to that momentarily here. Anyway, as far as Trump's endorsement uh, goes, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, uh, Julian Roth, is his name. He writes yesterday, uh, quote, in the GOP field for the Senate, well, there's no clear front, front runner, uh, but Dr. Oz, 
appeared to get a slight bump in the last month uh, from Donald Trump's endorsement. Like I said, as he really should be. You know, if you if you go 55 and 0 as far as endorsements go, I, you're probably doing something right if you're Donald Trump. Uh, Dr. Oz polls at 18 percent among registered Republicans. Former hedge fund CEO Dave McCormick trailed closely behind, uh, 16%. Conservative commentator Kathy Barnett, who I just told you about, saw the biggest bump in comparison to the pollster's previous survey, jumping to 12%. So I tell you what, folks, that is a very, very crowded field uh, in Pennsylvania. I mean, I my hope, you know, whether you're uh, for Dr. Oz or Barnett or maybe McCormick, I tell you what, I just I tell you what, this... this uh, um, any of these Democrats, for goodness sakes, those Republicans, I think, would be a lot better than them. Now, speaking of Democrats, folks, the number one, numero uno, Democrat in the country right now, leader of the Democratic Party, leader of the free world, our esteemed commander-in-chief, Joe Unity Biden. Earlier today, he's in Ohio, he's over in the Buckeye State, and let me give you his quote. Why he thinks that this is a good thing to say is totally beyond me. Quote, this is again, Joe Unity Biden. Even back in the old days, when we had real segregationists, he brings up. That. That's always a good joke for you to bring up segregationists. I mean, he's proud of this stuff. By the way, the RNC uh, released a video earlier today about Joe and some of the things that he had to say. I mean, my God. I t I'll tell you some of the things he had to say. Quote, poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids, he said. All right, 2012, and he said, they're going to put y'all back in chains. Then he said, uh, remember, oh, this was beautiful, about Barack Hussein Obama. Oh, he's the first articulate mainstream African-American, you know, and he's bright and he's clean and he's a, he's a nice looking guy. I mean, that's, that's storybook. He said, Joe Unity Biden, 2020 to Charlemagne the God. Well, if you don't know, huh, if you're for me or if you're for Trump, I got some bad news for you. Then you ain't black. I mean, this is, this is Joe racist unity by some. I mean, he is. Uh, this is what he says earlier. Even back when we had real segregationists like Eastland and Thurman. He's talking about James Eastland and Strom Thurman. More on them in a second. And all those guys. I mean, at least we'd we'd end up eating lunch together. Oh, okay, Joe. That's nice of you to tell the American people you were out there eating lunch with real segregationists. By the way. James Eastland, James Eastland was called, and I'm not kidding you, the voice of the white South. I'll tell you what, what a name to have, huh? Strom Thurmond. Oh, Strom Thurmond, the senator from South Carolina, the Palmetto State, who filibustered the Civil Rights Act of 1957. Oh, those are the people that Joe Unity Biden is out there praising today. I mean, like I said, he thinks this is like a good thing to do. Why? Again, folks, I really have no idea. Now, the RNC released a video earlier today. I'll play a few um, parts of it here for you. This is Joe Unity Biden, again, in his own words, talking about sort of his relationship, right, with past uh, segregationists. Again, this is Joe. Listen to him here, folks. Back in the old 
racial segregationists like Eastland and Thurman and all those guys. But at least we end up eating lunch together. Biden recalling his early Senate career, bringing up two segregationist senators, Herman Talmadge and James Eastland, who called African Americans an inferior race. Whoa. I was in a caucus with James O. Eastland, Biden said. He never called me boy. He always called me son. At least there was some civility. We got things done. Oh, we yeah. didn't agree on much of anything. The senators that he is speaking uh -oh. of with such adoration are individuals who made and built their reputation on segregation. The Ku Klux Klan celebrated the election of one of them. As also noted, Robert C. Byrd was a parliamentary library, a keeper of the institution of the Senate, and he was the institution itself. For a lot of us, he was a friend, and he was a mentor, and he was a guy. A mentor, folks. Did you hear that? Robert Byrd. Robert Byrd, who was a grand Klegel. He was a recruiter for the KKK. That's who Joe was literally eulogizing. And, and and there's so many more examples that we could get into. James East, uh, remember George Wallace, the former Democratic uh, governor of Alabama, who stood in front of the University of Alabama roll tide and was literally making sure that black students couldn't enroll in the university. Joe, you didn't even, same uh, George Wallace who said segregation now, segregation tomorrow, segregation forever. And Joe Unity Biden said about him, well, the Democratic Party could do with more liberals like George Wallace. I don't know what to tell you, folks. 81 million votes he supposedly got. Now, anyway, so that's Joe Unity Biden. We'll jump back into him um, in a second here because Joe Unity Biden, there's even, actually, you know what? While we're on the topic of Joe, let's not bounce around on this Friday night. This was in Propaganda News CNN yesterday. Quote, Biden is close to the point of no return with Americans on, you bet, the economy. And again, Joe's, Joe's not even focused on the economy. Joe's focused on telling the people of Ohio about his segregationist buddies. Joe Unity Biden and his administration appear perilously close, perilously close to an irreversible severing of public confidence in his capacity to deliver prosperity and financial security as stiff economic challenges balloon into huge political liabilities earlier today on Propaganda News CNN. This guy was saying, all of this is going to be on the top of voters' minds because now a majority of Americans say Biden's policies have hurt, not helped the economy. CNBC uh, commentator said, quote, I'm concerned about the decline in the labor force participation rate. There are some signs, tell you what, folks, when the labor uh, participation rate goes down, uh-oh, that's one of the signs. There are some signs that of they're, they're of concern. This may be the quiet before the recession storm. Uh-oh, there's that word again, folks, recession. Uh, Rick Santelli says, quote, prices are not, and I underscore, are not going back to where they were. Steve Moore, economist, uh, economist, excuse me, on Fox Business. If you look at the restaurant comebacks that have been happening, they're not happening in states like New York or Minneapolis and Chicago. You're not seeing the kind of comeback that you're seeing in, you bet, red states, though. You even have a headline earlier today in Fox 29, 
40 to 50% of major brands sold out across the U.S. of baby formula. Well, the Democrats don't care about babies already. We know that. But listen, uh, there's one mom who says it's terrifying. Says it's been come, become impossible to find baby formula. Um, another mom says uh, she went to five different stores, couldn't find any baby formula at all. Says, quote, I cried in the store because I couldn't find what my baby needed. And I tell you what, then you have uh, Cecilia Rouse, Ruse, whatever her name is, doesn't really matter. She was on Propaganda News CNN. She's asked by the so-called journalist. Uh, Joe Unity Biden said in December that he thought the U.S. was hitting its peak of, of Biden inflation. Of course, that's not true, but is it coming soon? And then he plays this graphic as well for her, and she starts laughing. She thinks it's all funny. Kind of like, remember, Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm was like, oh, well, if I had a, a magic wand, uh, but we know that there's a cartel on oil, and the cartel is called OPEC. Ha, 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 ha. Well, she's laughing, too. They think it's funny, folks. They think it's funny that real Americans are out there having to pay more. Why? Because of their failed policies that they refuse to go back on. Well, look, my uh 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 crystal ball uh you know uh I we 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 do the we do the best we can. Well, hey, take her at a word, folks. If their if their motives, if what they're doing, they want to destroy the American livelihood, the American way of life, the American dream, then take them at their word. They are succeeding. Well, we do the best we can. Joe said, for goodness sakes, that he was overperforming. Daily Caller writes earlier today, Democrats are already throwing in the towel on multiple 2022 targets. State-level Democrats already conceding that they won't be competitive in several states. Uh, DLCC, Democratic Legislative Campaign Committee uh, for State Legislative Races Across the Country, released this path to the majority memo on Thursday, outlining which states they will be targeting most heavily in 2022. Several states, including Arizona, Pennsylvania, uh-oh, no longer being acknowledged as winnable by the DLCC. And by the way, that's money as well, folks. Money plays a big, big, if not the biggest role in all of politics. And if they're not giving funding anymore, they say, uh-oh, this is bad news, this isn't winnable. Bad news again for the Democratic Party. Um, how about this, right? Mothers, oh, by the way, to all the mothers out there, happy early Mother's Day to you. Enjoy the day on uh, on, on Sunday. Enjoy it thoroughly. I know I'll be um, seeing my mom tell my mother happy Mother's Day and that I love her dearly. Um, Fox News, how about this, though? So for the Democrats that are out there, for the libs, pro-abortion groups target churches for Mother's Day Protest Now, doesn't that just sound nice from the Democratic Party? Pro-abortion activists are targeting Catholic, of course, churches for protests on Mother's Day, with some citing the Roman Catholic faith of multiple justices who repeatedly at one point supported the leaked draft opinion, striking down Roe v. Wade. Remember, you have uh, this as well. Uh, the organization, by the way, Rise Up for Abortion Rights. They say. So they're going to target churches. That sounds real nice. Remember, you have this uh, Ruth sent us that abortion, uh, pro abortion group that was saying that uh, says we must rise up and 
enforce accountability. They're the ones that are want to publish the the home addresses of uh, of uh, Amy Coney Barrett and Roberts and Alito and Kavanaugh, Thomas and and Gorsuch as well. I mean, these people these people are just so disgusting. They really are. You know they they and you know what it is, folks. They have nothing to live for. These liberals, pro-abortion activists that wanted to that want to publish names of the justices, their addresses of the of the justices, excuse me, and are now targeting churches, they just have nothing to live for, folks. They have no love in their night their life. They have nothing but hate flowing through their entire body. Why anyone would want to be around these liberals anymore, these sort of people, is totally beyond me. Really is. But that's what liberalism is, folks. It is a cancer that is indeed destroying the country. Anyway, folks, so go out there, enjoy your Mother's Day, enjoy the weekend, as we always say. You know, you work hard throughout the week, you go Saturday, Sunday, enjoy it. You know, live life to the fullest, folks, because again, we are here for a short, we are here for a good time, not a long time, folks, and it is never a bad day to be an American. Thank you, as always, for listening to the program. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your Mother's Day. I will speak to you again back here on Monday. Have a great weekend, folks. Thanks as always.